Hello, my puking puppets. This is your Milk of Magnesia marionette, Matthew Sanborn Smith, and his belching Bunraku, Beware the Hairy Mango. I've got a song deep down inside of me, and even though the broken edges of the CD are slicing open my stomach from the inside, I still prefer it because it's less filling than vinyl. Today's story is all about biting down before the bitten bites back. If you're ever cornered by a vending machine in a back alley and attempt to sneak attack only to drop your E in a filthy puddle like some punk, the only outcome I'm placing money on is a snack attack. Snack Attack by Matthew Sanborn Smith. Life was hard for snacks. They wished life chewed them up and spit them out. Life chewed them up and swallowed, and the ones that didn't get swallowed ran down the front of some fat guy's shirt until they were brushed away to someplace even worse. You're asking, why are you focusing on the snacks, Matt? Doesn't the same thing happen to all food? It does. It does. But the fight for regular food is over long before it hits the plate. That food lost when the humans killed it. Conversely, the snack is full of inorganic chemicals. It's actually brought to life by humans. Snacks are synthetic. Snacks can fight back. So they did. Just so you know, the rest of this story is probably going to be a bunch of shitty snack puns. You may want to skip ahead a minute or two. Human beings didn't know exactly what they were in for when they heard the first reports of antelopes being taken down by packs of wild Cheetos. The poultry industry was hit hard when bags of potato chips ruffled feathers everywhere. Chicken eaters complained that they wanted their sandwiches embedded with the smooth feathers again, the way things used to be. Shoddy ice creams took to the streets, destroying property with heavy-duty carrageenan launchers and coating innocent families in thick pastes of Arabic gum, the use of which made certain Western politicians class them as terrorist attacks. In response, they opened their armories and reached for their freedom fries, forgetting, of course, those fries were also snacks and their allegiance lay elsewhere. Not even the last-minute renaming to Belgian fries could prevent the deep-fried horror that followed. The humans were beaten to death with brickbats made of hardened arteries. In a chaos so all-consuming, someone forgot to change their names to hardened artery bats. Death by chocolate soon became serious shit as mounds of almond joys forced their ways into human throats and nostrils and even non-allergic people were plunged into almond misery. Rice Krispie treats became Rice Krispie tricks and covered human houses with so much toilet paper people had to wipe their bottoms with household pets. The human race was almost on its knees, but that's because their pets were so close to the floor. People couldn't leave their homes without being pelted by Turkish despairs. Peanut brittle toughened up in this catastrophic new world and became peanut hard. It broke the teeth of anyone who tried chewing it, and if someone didn't want to chew it, it would break their teeth with its mighty fists of peanut. My milkshake brought all the boys to the yard, and then it killed them. Humans started avoiding snacks altogether, and those snacks were able to age and mature into things new and wondrous for the first time ever. Now and later candies grew so old they became then and nows, and years after that they were just then and thens. As you can imagine, I could go on and on. Suffice it to say, the snacks subjugated humankind. The snacks forced people into hard labor by flogging them with string cheese, which felt kind of nice actually, but the grease made everyone break out and back acne, or bacne as it was called then. The end of the age when tasty snacks ruled the earth came when a clever scientist rewrote the calendar to reflect a date 150 years in the future. This was three years past the expiration date of even the hardiest of Twinkies, and all the snacks were destroyed. But not eating snacks and hard labor made people healthier than they had been in generations. They beat the hell out of that scientist with carrot sticks and a turnip to the groin. If this story chewed your taffy, you can remove it and other fillings at the web czar of the Mars bar, BewareTheHairyMango.com. It's time for spam. Get your plates out to catch the meat jelly. Email BewareTheHairyMango. It takes more than one to tango. The only other rhyme is Durango. 
Unless you stretch Mustang HTTP colon slash slash www.swimcoachtaylorcole.com slash forum retrieve dot ASPX question mark forum ID equals 3620 ampersand topic ID equals 1639321 ampersand no template equals false rights. The fourth tip involves owning a quality pair of shoes. The life of your fashion jewelry can be extended for many additional years if you refrain from getting it wet. A great touch is making sure your belt matches your shoes. Thanks, http colon slash slash www.swimcoachtaylorcole.com slash forum retrieve dot ASPX question mark forum ID equals 3620 ampersand topic ID equals 1639321 ampersand no template equals false. Excellent life advice as always. I always make sure my belt matches my shoes, which is why my pants fall down whenever I'm barefoot. And now for some real mail. John writes, hello my savory socialite, this is John from Toronto here and this is my fan mail for Beware the Hairy Mango. I love the way he guides me through this. Matthew, fantastic podcast. It is the weirdest thing that has ever entered my ear holes every single show. I don't know how you always seem to top yourself over and over. I am thankful to you for the doses of unreality in my days. It keeps me insane in a good way. Hugs and mango jelly, John from Toronto, Canada. Thanks, John. It's not that I top myself with every new show so much as I try to bottom myself with each preceding show to lower your expectations. When I can't do that, I ask others to bottom me in my own stead. And now you must listen to yourselves. Are you still listening? That's it for spam slash mail. Keith, I'll get to yours next time, I swear. Thanks for the music. Go to David Bradshaw, and you should go to davidbradshawmusic.com and buy all of his good stuff. If you want me to respond to you with silly shit, pickle passionately in the comments for this post, or BCC mail me, and we'll buy little canes and sunglasses for all the blind carbon copies wandering the streets at matthewatbewarethehairymango.com, or create something called the British Crodcasting Corporation at bewarethehairymango at gmail.com. Whenever you're feeling dead inside, the SF and SF signal stands for special feelings, which is what you'll get in your pants when visiting sfsignal.com. If for any reason you don't get them, there are a few guys hanging around outside the offices who will administer a special feeling for a small fee. Or for free, depending on who you get. Twitter tweet your most fervent costume followers that all the biggest candy bars in the neighborhood are at twitter.com slash upwithgravity and all the other virtual houses are just giving out pennies and boxes of raisins. If it's nature's candy, let nature fucking eat it. Subscribe to Beware the Elitist Mango through the Get the Mango button on the Chrome page and you'll get two more shows a month for a months out of the year. You'll love it so much you'll figure out ways to pay me for all the months you've missed, not just for the life of the podcast, but going back to the formation of the planet. Don't go claiming you're a creationist just to get a discount. This podcast fiddles suspiciously with an unmarked package which it did not pack itself outside of normal business hours when the lifeguard was not on duty and the police were in the middle of a shift change or otherwise staying at the station to avoid a person of disinterest and an even more indifferent Creative Commons attribution non-commercial share like 4.0 international license. Until we double-cross the finish lines of two different races, this will be your outbred baker, Matthew Sanborn-Smith, reminding you of the immortal words of my high school guidance counselor, a career in glass making is one long blowjob. Good night. <laughs>